What kind of role do you say, get me Paul Hogan, he's my first choice. But if he's not available, get me Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> A strange one. <laughs> Can I think any? I'll throw another name at you that was offered to mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage. Oh. <laughs> this would have been better. Wouldn't <laughs> it? What was that then? And they could have yeah. done a sequel to it, a legitimate sequel, because Nicholas Cage is still here. Ghost Rider. Welcome to Don't Jump the Shark Podcast. I'm Ross. Here's Grant and Bob. Hello. Because we're back. We're Just all like back. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Mm. Oh, don't throw that in there. <laughs> I meant Ghostbusters 2, the legitimate song. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. We're back! Okay. What was the song that they sang for, to get the Statue of Liberty to go on? Your love is, is lifting, lifting me higher. <laughs> See, that's it. <laughs> I would love to shoot my goo all over you, right? <laughs> <laughs> If you spray it all around inside me, I might come to life. Yeah. You might come Ross. to life. <laughs> Tell me about the Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've been away for a bit, had a little bit of a hiatus. Um, uh, you've had a bit of a hiatus. Yeah, I've, I've had more of a hiatus than some. Well, I've, I was busy the last few months as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm one week of that. I had nothing. One, one week of that. One momentous week where I got a new job. Got engaged and moved house. Oh, in one week. <laughs> aren't those the three most stressful things that you can do in your life? Yeah, that's what I've been doing up to <laughs> all in one week, recovering from that. <laughs> so what we're saying is, I should have carried this podcast myself. <laughs> Don't think I didn't think about it. You should have been like Atlas, holding us on your yeah. shoulders. Well, we did that Space Ninety Nine episode. That was good. Eh? It was amazing. Piss taking we did across that day. Oh. <laughs> I just got texts from you saying, what films is it that you've not seen again that's ridiculous? I guess I sent you back quite a decent list. And we'd actually finished recording when we got it, but we we did an extra wee bit of recording just so we could talk about it. Just name a classic, he's never seen it. Doesn't matter. But we can add to that list today then, because... You've never seen Ghost. I've never seen Ghost. You know what I have seen is, and it's a bit weird when I remembered about it, because I was trying to think back, I think, I have seen a bit of this film, but why have I seen a bit of this film? I don't know about you guys, but we used to have a thing, I'm sure it was called PSE. It was a class in high school. That's, yeah. And it was like... Health and... Yeah, relationships and all that kind of stuff. And for some reason, they showed us... On a banana. (laughs) Well, they showed us uh, When Harry Met Sally, which is a huge film, so takes like... I don't know, 17 classes to do. Uh, <laughs> so you're trying to follow the plot from like one week to the next week. And I'm sure the other one we watched was Ghost for some reason. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you all day. about your relationship. <laughs> do I really don't understand it, but all I can remember is coming in and seeing the pottery scene. Right. <laughs> so I, I think I was like out of class for some reason and then came in and was like, what are we watching? All right, right. So if I want to get a lash here, right, I have to get a, a clay pot, right, and I have to mark it on a, on a, on a thing, on a wheel, right? Of course we Aye, aye, and I have to put my horns all around it and, that and get it all muddy. Oh, brilliant, man. 
that's pretty much what the class sounded like yeah but fuck yeah <laughs> and yeah. the girls are like so I should wear dungarees all the time <laughs> <laughs> and <So>. men's shirts <laughs> so every man should look like Patrick Swayze yes that's a yeah that's that, that that's a bit at the beginning with the shirts off oh. well I don't know oh of course right Sorry. because we, we had this Oof. disgust when we were wrong window. that uh, it might be fun to to change up the format a little uh-huh. bit we've, we've done it the same way for what now on four years yeah, you've done it forever. So that that is a long a long time. Um, and as much as we've enjoyed it, we thought, you know, you don't you don't change, you die. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure that necessarily holds water, but <laughs> let's pretend it does. Um, so we thought we'd change the format a little bit. And as there is a dearth of films that I've not seen, we thought it'd be quite easy to do it so that you guys explained the film to me. Uh, we tried to explain <laughs> tried to explain the movie there's no explaining this film <laughs> and uh, we can see where it goes so I'm, I'm going to have to hand over the reins to, to you guys because I don't, I don't know who the characters are cast plot you guys well, are going to have to film me directors writers and stars if you want go for such it such as my one should we say what we do yeah we can do yeah so what we used to do <laughs> so no we can't really can't. <laughs> what we used to do was uh, take a film that was good up to a point and then went too far yeah and then we explained it to Ross because <laughs> <laughs> he's never seen it and we try and pick out a short jumping moment where the film goes off the deep end well we can um, Ross you have to choose the bit that we explained that you hated <laughs> <laughs> okay director Jerry Zucker. Jerry Zucker. Jerry Zucker. Of the Zucker Brothers fame. Uh-huh. Naked Gun, Airplane, Top yeah. Secret. First Night. Good, good credentials. Incredible. First Night, great comedy. <laughs> it's hilarious. The first Night, the one with Martin Lawrence? Eh, no. No, you're thinking of Black Knight. Black Knight. Yeah. First yeah. Night would be Sean Connery. Ah, uh, I have seen Richard, Richard Gere. Richard Gere and Olivia, or, or whatever her name is, De Monder. With a special cameo from a hamster. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that a Jebo? Oh, Jebo. How dare you? Jebo's larger, bro. I've probably got less chance of being sued if it's a hamster. <laughs> um, writer, one writer this time. This is a rarity on Don't Jump the Show. Yeah. We barely ever get one writer. Normally it's passed from writer to writer in a desperate attempt to save it. Um, Bruce Jules Rubin he's called he's had a Very a mixed career, career. <laughs> Bruce Jules Rubin Bruce Jules Rubin he sounds like a sandwich yeah, yeah that's, uh, give me one of those Bruce Jules Rubins <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a character that would be on uh, that The People versus O.J. Simpson <laughs> <laughs> he did Jacob's Ladder oh yeah I like Jacob, Jacob's Ladder I couldn't yeah. stand Jacob's Ladder I'm with Bob in this one. Pretentious, <laughs> stupid shit. Give me a better Pointless. Give me two hours back, please. <laughs> it's one of those films I think the twist kind of. What a twist! What a shit twist! There's a lot to undo the good work before it. Yeah. He also did Stuart Little too. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I've seen worse films, let's be honest. You have. If you've seen this one, Deep Impact. <laughs> yeah. No. Get to the bunker. Okay, <laughs> our main star who we've seen before. Do you remember when we've seen Patrick Swayze before? Roadhouse. And? Whoa. This is a three for him. Three? Yeah. No. It's a romantic comedy. Wait, romantic comedy? 
Oh, Danson. You are correct. Yes. Did you have the time of your life? I, I did. That's good. I carried, <laughs> I carried watermelons for him. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> I was always was, in my pants. As we're kind of talking about the start of the podcast, Nicholas Cage was offered his part. Oh, <laughs> that's a bit It'd be fast paced. He would be or slow at points. <laughs> he would be slapping around Whoopi Goldberg in this oh, Honestly, Whoopi Goldberg would have been mental. Yeah. She'd have been driven crazy. Speaking of Whoopi Goldberg, um, I've definitely picked on her greatest film, first of all, Theodore Rex, where she's. Yeah, yeah, but she. movie with a dinosaur. She wrecks, <laughs> wrecks her career. She's also in Star Trek Generations. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's in. Guy Sister Act. Sister Act. Yes. Yeah. Future mm-hmm. episode Sister Act too. Yeah. You have it. Yes. <laughs> We've also got Demi Moore looking very much like a little boy in that scene. That's a bit creepy. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a short haircut and she looks very it's much like. It's the 90s. Like, it's yeah. the cusp of the 80s meets the 90s. Uh, in fact, she looks like Tom Cruise in this, doesn't she? She's got all the right moves. And she started with a few yeah, good men. Few good men. Also, G.I. Jane. Yes, we shared a crew cup. You seen that? No. <laughs> Suck <laughs> my <That's> dick! Is <laughs> that a line from the film? That, is, like that is one of her lines. Which, really? As she beats up a man who's being sexist to her. Is it no. That's one you can give a mess to. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> no one to put on the bucket list. Ar- Aragon's in that film. He is, yeah. I'm sure that's who she beats up. <laughs> She's also an indecent proposal. Would you pay no million no to sleep with Woody Harrelson? Sleep Harrison? with um, Robert Redford? <laughs> hmm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about a million. <laughs> I, I find that really creepy. That film and that the whole point of it. He's he's saying here, if you were mine, I wouldn't share you with anyone. It's, you paid a million dollars to be with her. Don't be a hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like John Lennon with Imagine. Imagine no possessions. You first, John. <laughs> you <coughs> first millionaire, John Lennon. <laughs> if you had no money and a millionaire offered you a million to sleep with your wife. I still say no, because <coughs> I'm chivalrous. <laughs> but if someone offers it, you a million to sleep with Ross's wife. <laughs> and if she'd have to be up for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? have to talk it over with your partner (laughs) (laughs) it's not an automatic decision (laughs) and the bad guy is a guy called Tony Goldwyn who I had no idea we'd seen before and I might as well tell you because I think if I gave you a hundred guesses you would guess he was in The Last Samurai Really? He's had quite the career, old Tony Golden. He's also in Six Day. Six Day, yeah. He gets his face melted. He's just someone that's in it briefly at the beginning, at that bit with Billy Connolly, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's also in a film called Ghosts Never Sleep. Unofficial sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. Okay, that's how you're getting. Okay. Fantastic. So what's the, the, what's, what's the synopsis? The, what's Ghost all about? And, and can you do it as we could go? But... <laughs> 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 no, I could not. Do you remember? Um, this must have been around this kind of time, actually, when uh-huh. she was dating Ted Dancer. He did the blackface. I forgot she did. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, she was dating mm-hmm. Ted Dancer, and she was getting some award, and he was to present it to her, and mm-hmm. he did the whole thing in blackface. 
Because that's a good Why? choice, isn't it? Was that like maybe a joke? It was a joke. It was an inside which joke. Which they two found funny. <laughs> which the rest of the world found a bit crass. Cringe. I think maybe even she didn't find it that funny. It possibly explains the nosedive in her career after that. Okay. So much so that she's now on the American version of Loose Woman. Yeah. Well, Theodore Rex was after that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she picked every dud after it. Apart from movies, I think Sister Act was after this. Yeah. And then after Sister Act, when she got her big paycheck for Sister Act 2, <laughs> way downhill. But anyway, synopsis. <laughs> yeah, happy. Yeah. Happy time. Yeah. It was a happy time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> so what's this film about, Mom? It's about a guy called Sam Wheat <clears throat> and his lovely um, young son. Sam Wheat and Eh, Sorry, his girlfriend. <laughs> his girlfriend. <laughs> Um, his young, lovely young uh, older boy that yeah, yeah. I forget her character's name it's not important um, I, had, I only watched it this morning and I also forget her character's yeah, name I just watched it a couple hours ago <laughs> she's so forgettable I remember Whoopi Goldberg's character yeah Ellie Mae uh-huh. Ellie Mae but anyway uh, so yeah Sam Wheat uh, he works on Wall Street big financial wheeler dealer insider trader and whatever else Right. Um, and his friends actually Odomi 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 so uh, works on Wall Street his life's going great he's moving in with his uh, long time partner who is Demi Moore Demi Moore yeah. moving in a new apartment she's an artist uh, I think the question sculpture foremost in your mind though he's mullet free this point yes. wow. he is as good looking as he's ever been <laughs> but also has no power and has no like power. some like uh, some Samson. Exactly, he's got no power. So he's very much in love. And I'll, I'll be quite honest, the scene with the, the wheel and the mud and the clay, and that came up pretty quick. Quicker than I remembered. <coughs> well, first of all, so <coughs> you can definitely relate to this, Ross. Mm-hmm. He's been forced by Demi Moore to redecorate. <laughs> can you also relate to this? We'll get back to the synopsis in a minute. Did you demolish this house in just your jeans <laughs> with the sweat dripping <coughs> off your glistening body covered in sort of sand sandstone sort of you know. what, I, what I can see is I definitely and did you have a, did you have a best friend helping you also <laughs> as buff and glistening no he turned out to them to kill you later on <laughs> yeah that's, that's the other part of the synopsis his best friend watched to kill him and did kill him I, I think I think if you were really demolishing a house like I did uh huh uh-huh. Uh, there's no really any room for to be naked mm-hmm. <laughs> in any part of your body. Oh, no, no, no. Otherwise. No, 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 no you've got it all wrong. Splinters on the nipples. <laughs> he could take it. He was fucking Dalton. <laughs> he was Dalton. Pain don't hurt, Ross. Pain don't hurt. He used to fuck guys like him in prison. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I could see him at the beginning of Ghost. <laughs> You would have been up for it. Yeah, I'd have been well up for it. I'd love it if Demi Moore said to that during the clay scene, I used to fuck guys. <laughs> <laughs> also, at any point when you were redecorating, did you grab your wife and pretend to throw her out the window? <laughs> no. Uh, no. And no. instead of being angry, she's like, oh, you. Because your, your house murder. is actually... An apartment. It's one of these attic flats. It's huge. It is like massive. You, you don't actually see how big it is until the final massive. season. I suppose like, he works massive. on Wall Street. I suppose he must make a ton of cash. Oh yeah, because he's 
He's a businessman doing yeah. a business pitch. So is it like one of these, <laughs> one of these big warehouse yeah, yeah, things? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, one of these so it's got a pool table in it. It's huge. It's massive. Mm. It's, it's massive. It's so, massive. so they're redecorating that, knocking walls through and that. She's moving all her artistic stuff in. All her she doesn't appear to do anything other she than really make doesn't. clay. Yeah. She makes clay? She makes clay. Yeah. Clay models. models. Yeah. Uh, pots and stuff. Yeah. Other, well, or, sculptures and that. Oh, I see pots. The first time you see what she's making in the clay scene with Swayze, it's uh-huh. very much a dildo. <laughs> it's a big clock. It's what she's thinking about. Inspiration <laughs> comes in many forms. Oh my cock, <laughs> my ball. <laughs> so let's, let's cycle back. So this guy that's on Wall Street, he uh, he's moving in with his, his moving in with his party. Well, partner. <laughs> Demolition parties. Yeah, yes. uh, they're very much in love. Very happy. Um, one night he goes out with his partner. Well, wait, she proposes. That, there's a scene where he has shot engine, which is the scene where he's in the lift with his pal. Would you remember that scene, Tony? Oh yeah, because they're, they're buddies. They're best buddies. Yeah, they're best buddies. And this lift has got maybe a hundred people in it. Yeah, it's, it's got like a lift in the forties. <laughs> <laughs> a totally unsafe lift then. Yeah. Yeah. So they start having a little joke where he's coughing and he's going, "Oh, you still got that rash in your genitals, there, buddy." <laughs> Yeah, it's very contagious. I was told not to come out. <laughs> and then he touches people on the shoulder. Oh, sorry, pal. <coughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. They actually used the word... Genitals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did. It's Swayze that says it. It's, a, it's obviously a wee skit that, that they do on your genitals? in every lift that they go in. But I'm presuming that the people in that lift all know them. Yeah, because it's, 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 like <laughs> it's their office building. Uh, so you'd think, oh, Chris, they're at it again. They did this last week. All <laughs> <laughs> right, Abbott and Costello get a new day. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You ever heard of Charlie Chaplin? He didn't fucking talk and he was funny. Like, Fuck off. <laughs> you use words like genitals. <laughs> yeah. Before before we get to the shooting scene as well, where he uh, dies, there's a few wee hints that this film's going to be quite dark. The main one being, they're sitting watching a plane crash in bed. Together. Oh, that's <laughs> you know, Cuddling. Nuzzling into each other. That's, that's oh, I just like some us time. <laughs> <laughs> I like some me time. We like to shift. <laughs> Cuddle up and watch a nice old plane crash. <laughs> and, and Patrick's face is like, these poor people, I hope I don't, meet my end in some sort of accident and flying soon yeah. <laughs> and then people in the cinema must have reflected on the fact <laughs> wait a minute be, this film's called Ghost wouldn't that be tragic <laughs> wouldn't it be tragic if if he did die while just after accepting a proposal of marriage he accepted yeah she she's well, they, so never, she, they seemingly never talk about it yeah, there's one night she's feeling it's a the romantic <laughs> right just after seeing a, a play uh, it's a, about a plane crash some Shakespeare it's yeah. Macbeth it's because the story of Macbeth links into the story of Ghost does it? Uh, yes so it's clever writing <laughs> so she says you never tell me that you love me you always say ditto when I say I love you, you say ditto. Like you would be with that prick for any later time. <laughs> exactly. Ditto. ditto. Fuck off then. <laughs> exactly. Well, do you remember when I said he, he tried to throw it out the window? <laughs> ditto. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> says I love you. And, and anyway, he gives it a noggy. Well, he says like uh, people would say I love you far too much. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean anything. So I say ditto. And he also says, and you never want to talk about marriage. Now you want to talk about marriage? Uh oh, there's a strange guy behind us. Walk fast. Uh, so is this like walk? Where just walking away. Oh, walking home for the play. Walking home for the play. Alright. Nice quiet night. Down, He's got his red shirt. Down Crime Alley. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking that. Bruce Wayne's parents are getting shot on the other side. <laughs> Did you have a look at this alley? I mean, there's nothing but litter, cardboard boxes, graffiti. I'm like, honestly, the set designer, please. OTT. Alley. <laughs> well, it's, it's actually like a main street. It's like a street, but nobody lives there. Okay, it's I'll just like. To you. Um, better film. Demi Moore becomes Batman after a good <laughs> shot. Yeah. As well, just to, just as they're coming up to this scene, what they're kind of going is, oh, I love you. I hope I never die. Oh. Dot, dot, dot. To be not continued. <laughs> hope there's no so nice yeah, skateboard wielding. And if you know, I know you've not seen this film, so I'll paint a picture of the guy who's following him for you. Right. Think... A Latino Lionel Richie. He's, he's Puerto Rican. Right. Right. Because you couldn't have put like a bad person as a white guy. You know I mean, although Tony Gold is a bad guy. What year is this? There's a 90, very odd 90. scene later on where Whoopi Goldberg works out he's Puerto Rican just by hearing his name. Yeah. <laughs> She's clever. Yes. Don't worry, guys, it's not racist. We've got the black character saying it. And you know something's going to happen here because it's 20 minutes in. Yeah. So already we've hit that counter. Yeah, first time of the film. Uh, so the guy tries to mug him. He says, Look, I'll give him a wallet. And I'm like, okay, okay. Aggressive mugging or. It's quite aggressive mugging. He's got a big gun out. He's like, Give me a fucking wallet, you bastard. Demi Moore's like, Oh, don't do anything. So the mugger slaps her across the chops. As you do, she goes, oh! and falls to the ground. Because this is just like being a homie. Like, yeah. Sorry, I, think I thought you were a guy. I would never hurt a lady. <laughs> I thought you were a wee boy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Annoying little fucker. <laughs> so uh, Patrick Swayze then takes that opportunity to turn into Dalton and <laughs> yeah. try and wrestle this guy and wrestle the gun away. And wrestle's a good word for it as well. She, <laughs> it's pure. She comes back. Like, I'm surprised she doesn't He doesn't pick up a chair and hit him. <laughs> she comes too, doesn't she, quite early. She's yeah. only been unconscious for a couple of seconds. So she's back. And instead of going to help Patrick Swayze, yeah. she just says, Help! Help! Someone help! Oh, be careful, Sam. Don't fight him. Help! Help! And you're like, Excuse me, my dear. <laughs> That's your fiance over there fighting for his very life. Why don't you go and help him? You're GI Jane for God's sake. Not for another seven years, though. Honest to God. And nobody help. lives around here. And this goes on for about a good 45 seconds or something. Help! Someone help! Help! You're like, nobody's there! Help him! You're there! But then he gets shot. Those garbage can lids and hit him over the head with it. Yeah. I better get the whole garbage can. <laughs> oh, you hear, a, you hear a bullet. Shout down at the sewers and get the Ninja Turtles on. <laughs> you don't actually see him get shot. You hear a bullet and then you see the bad guy run off. And then you see him run off after him and you're like, oh, he's not shot, he's still alive. I actually quite like the way they do that. That's quite good, I like that. So but he's he not alive, he runs back. corpse. 
and he sees himself he lying there. He's a ghost. Oh. And then has one of the most insane dream sequences I've ever seen in a film. David Lynch was in the corner. <laughs> this is a bit weird for me, guys. I'm out. Wakes, so at this point, he, he, wake up, he wakes up next to a mannequin, and then you get the dream sequence, and he wakes up next. To, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. So he, he So you see him from like a third person yeah, perspective, he's, he's running after the guy. He's, he's outside his body at this point, and then he comes back, and he's his actual physical body's lying there. And what's, Demi Moore's what's Demi Moore doing? She's holding him now. Yeah. Don't die, blood. don't die. Don't die. Well, you let him die when you didn't go and help him. <laughs> surely he must be already dead by this point as well. Because yeah. if he's still like alive, surely yeah. he wouldn't be a ghost. Yeah. He's already dead. Yeah. She's not checking his pulse, she's just shaking him around. Wake up, will you? Wake up, <laughs> you lazy bastard. <laughs> covered in blood from the bullet wound in his chest <laughs> as it spurts the last life out of him. That should have helped you, maybe. Oh, his yeah. heart is exposed. Yeah. <laughs> Is he alive or? <laughs> oh shoot! And she, um, so yeah, there's a dream sequence oh, next. Think um, for her acting, his acting in the scene as he's seeing his own corpse. Yeah. To give you perspective, think William Shatner, Star Trek Four, reacting to Spock being in a whale tank. <laughs> yeah. That's him seeing his own body. He's like, oh. What's that? I feel <laughs> some pretty bad blue screen. Him in one part of the screen and his other, his body like other. It's pretty bad. Not good. It's not good. Is it like he's not even looking at the right? Area? No, no, he's looking at the right area. It's just you can see the outline of his <laughs> blue screen. It's not good. And it wasn't just meant to be a ghostly yeah, effect. It was meant to be a ghostly There's effect. There's a quick dream sequence where he's jumping around and then he wake, he's in bed with oh, Demi Moore. And what's this dream goes, sequence? I'm, I'm curious about this dream sequence. I'm not actually 100% sure why this dream sequence happens. <laughs> it is there. Is it his life flashing before his eyes? I think it must because be something he wakes like up next to a mannequin instead of Demi Moore. don't know if that's just a filmmaker's or something. It's, just, show, it's just to show <laughs> the passage of time so we can get to the funeral. Oh, yeah, basically, yeah. So yeah. he's exploring that well. Because uh, well, you get the, the obligatory hospital scene, uh, and I'm not 100 percent sure. After, I'm not a, like a doctor or anything, but they say he's fibrillating. I know defibrillating's a thing, but I'm not 100 percent sure this isn't bullshit. <laughs> well, well, defibrillating because the the, the puddles. puddles they don't start the heart. They actually stop the heart yeah. so that it can start again in the right rhythm so, you so fibrillating must be the heart starting? no, the, no I'd imagine <laughs> defibrillating is it stopping so it must be it going is fibrillating surely but that's their way of saying he's dead oh really? yeah <laughs> which he's been a ghost for quite a while now. surely you would have just said like a scene of time of death uh, time of yeah. <laughs> he's lost a shit lot of blood out of that fucking bullet wound he's had <laughs> yeah. I mean Think it is. He's well gone. Sean Connery in the Untouchables level of blood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I didn't know yeah. 80% of the body was blood. <laughs> Never mind water. Looks like you've got a pair of fish to a gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> he grabs to be more in his dying moments. What are you prepared to do? <laughs> you did fuck all to help me, master. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so he dies in hospital. Or yeah. he's pronounced dead. I think he's dead on a pavement, to be honest. He must. Like be, you yeah. said, his ghost wouldn't come out. 
Until he was dead. I've, dead. A, I've never been a ghost. So I don't know. <laughs> From personal experience. What? <laughs> From personal experience, ghosts don't exist, but <laughs> on with the podcast, yeah. shall we? Yeah. He, he, um, do you remember in the first few seasons of House when you used to travel through the body and mm. you would find where it was wrong? There's a bit like this in here where wherever he travels, through them, he, he sees passes like through the, things. He sees into people's brains and things like that. If he oh, passes right. through wood, he sees all the grains in the wood and everything. That would, that would make sense, I suppose. I suppose. It's not something they keep up with. No. It's just something they just show you, because you know what, we're just going to show you wee things until we build it up to... It's not like Romeo... Set up it's not end. like Romeo must die, they're no, not just no. constantly using the same effect. No. no, they just show you this, and then we move on to the next thing that he can do or can't There's do. There's him going through furniture quite a lot, is what yeah. they do from now on. Um, he gets a bit of an initiation in the hospital from a ghost as well. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, so you're a ghost, are you?" I'm a Let bloody me tell ghost you some, too. Of the, <laughs> some of the rules associated with yeah, this. That's just where you start to learn the rules. Oh, the rules. There's rules to being a ghost. Okay, so what's the rules then? Well, the rules in this ghost hospital are none. Basically, he's just sitting there with this old geezer. And the old geezer saying, "I've seen this before. There's a guy on a table. He's gone." He's gone and they're going to defibrillate him. Yeah. He's like, no, I've seen this a million times. He's dead. He's dead. He's gone. And then a white light appears above him. There was a white light with little dots. Little For Swayze as well earlier, but he ignored it. He he wasn't finished yet in this world. So and, and he gets taken up. And it just like goes away. Goes away. This this movie does actually say that heaven and hell exist. Yeah. Is it both of them? Because the old guy tells him. You know, at least it was up the way, it wasn't down the way. But we'll get into that more later, because I've got some things to say. Yes, I think we both do. <laughs> so, so, the rules are... You either go up or down. That's where you let the first pretty rule. Much the, the that's your first rule. Right. You can either go up or down. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, at we, least it wasn't down. Oh, my God. Nobody so wants to go down, man. We cut to Demi Moore. In any way, shape or form. <laughs> we cut to Demi Moore and her... School dungarees, not being able to clay the same that no. she's not a guy behind her clawing her at the same time. Pining, and he's there and he's he's getting quite frustrated because he can't talk to her, she can't touch her. But then he starts having a go at her. Yeah, he's critiquing her grieving process. He's like, "Come on, you really should be on anger, but now really? <laughs> it's four o'clock. <laughs> anger time." <laughs> So I don't think. I think. How does he get? Does he think he's stuck in that apartment? I don't know. I don't know how he gets there because he, he walks g- to the door. He doesn't know how to get through the doors yeah. yet, but he's in the apartment, so presumably he's been there for days. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> have to get, walk through quickly at the back of somebody. He gets to the hospital to the apartment. <clears throat> and he thinks he's stuck in the apartment. Just because the next scene is him looking at the door. Yeah. Sort of going. What do I do? I can get my hand through there, but it feels kind of weird. What do I do? Alright, so he can't get the rest of them through. Yeah. Straight. And then he does stick his head through or whatever. And it's this whole sequence of him trying to get through the door. I find that really strange. Mm. And it goes on for quite a while. It reminds me of Ghost Dad. Yeah. And he kept falling through the floor. And then... I got me some (laughs) right (laughs) now. Yeah. (laughs) It does make that film... Creepier. A lot creepier, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, What's yeah. that other the ghost rate one, the end not the entity, the Oh that's the entity. Yeah. 
That's cool. Dad too. That's really cool. But anyway, think, yeah, so he's in this apartment. Do you think the, the ghost of Patrick Swayze came down to Earth when they were shooting that point break sequel and was just slapping over cameras <laughs> and stuff? Fuck it. How dare you take one of my worst films and make it even worse? <laughs> <laughs> so, him and Demi are stuck in this apartment. She's not, she can get anything. But he is. He feels like he's stuck there. Does he eventually manage to get through the door? Yes, because somebody breaks in. The oh. guy that killed him. Alright, not even finished. Not, not finished with the job. What are you doing here, you bastard, you son of a bitch? And he tries to hit him and he tries to punch him. Obviously, he can't make contact. Nothing's He's a ghost. Through. Well, the guy's raiding the apartment looking for something. We don't know what it is yet. Right. Molly's gone for a walk. Molly, that's her name. Four <laughs> seconds later, she returns. It's a short walk, really. It's a very short walk. She don't want to be short. Though. He's not even had time to walk upstairs yet. He's just walked around the kitchen a wee bit. Yeah. And she's back. This is the burglar. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so she starts to get undressed. And at this point, He's having a wee Patrick Swayze is losing his mind. Because this guy's pervert on his girl. Uh, his best girl yeah his best girl <laughs> and she's done, she's turned in that sort of way that you know you can see the bum yeah <laughs> it's like she's actually posing <laughs> for the for the camera that she doesn't know is there and the burglar that she doesn't know is there I'm ready for my close up <laughs> yeah, Latino yeah. I'm, I'm ready for this I'll just take these uh, I'll just take this top off and I'll bend over here I'll do it again Ooh. <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised if she'd actually spanked her arse <laughs> she was that doing much into it yeah <laughs> it is very much Demi's first scene of proving she's a lady in yeah. this film though yeah. <laughs> definitely this must have been quite important to her not a young boy honestly <laughs> yeah, look at him look at the arse on this Ooh, slap slap <laughs> she, she does actually look like Tom Cruise specifically in all the ring moves yeah do you think uh, well, risky business actually risky business that's why she was part on the on the other film with Tom Cruise A Few Good Men yeah because she, she looked like she him. looked like and someone about you I like anyway so the the way he gets rid of this burglar they've got a cat <laughs> okay right. and he can't do anything to anybody he can't touch anything. But for some reason they worked out they could maybe get in touch with this cat and scare it a bit. I forgot about this. <laughs> right up to its wee face and goes boom! And the cat goes Row! and launches itself at the burglar. <laughs> scratching his face. And then that makes him run downstairs and out. This thing is vicious. It's like Simba. <laughs> and she comes out the her bedroom like Hello, anybody there? It's like you didn't you didn't lock the door. <laughs> you didn't hear that clunk clunk yeah. clunk, clunk down the stairs. <laughs> Was that you, Kitty? <laughs> Would you want somebody knowing that you knew they were in your house exactly. as well? Like if a burglar broke into your house, would you like, hello? <laughs> so it's at this point Patrick Swayze thinks, fuck it, I'm going to jump through that door, and I'm getting out of here. I'm going to see where he lives. So he does, he jumps right through the door. This is a big thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a big thing. A big it passes step. right through it. Right through it, but he sees all the green and the wood and everything. Right through. I think you might have a question at this point, Ross, which is... Is that door made MDA? <laughs> <laughs> if, if he can travel through items, why doesn't he fall through the floor? The floor, like in Ghost Dad. <laughs> there's, there's no... 
No explanation. No explanation. <laughs> just the floor is the floor. And the chair's just, the just chair. Accept it. <laughs> Do you remember his um, tirade about the chair earlier in the film as well? Mm. Where he's got a chair. Oh, he's got a like, comfy oh. chair. Like Fraser's dad. Yeah. <laughs> a nice comfy chair. He's had it for years. She's desperate to get rid of it. Right. Because he doesn't go with anything. He loves it. It goes with me, darling. It's brown leather. It goes with everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it pretty much <laughs> To be honest, there's nothing in her apartment that goes with anything anyway. <laughs> it's eclectic. It's eclectic. <laughs> She's got a weeping angel. Yeah, an actual weeping angel statue. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the scene where he tries to push her out the window. Is yeah. there. What he does to get the weeping angel in is he jumps, he holds onto the window frame, jumps out and kicks it so it goes far and then flies in and then they cut it off the... <laughs> <laughs> and this thing is massive. <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to kill anybody. <laughs> Massive. It's supposed to be like marble. Yeah. That's ridiculous. He'd break his ankles for a start. Plus, when it was, when it was rising up in the That'd be sky, great if that was a series I did. He jumps at Keke, he just says, ow, and falls through the floor. He just loses his grip and just falls out the window. Well, yeah. So anyway, he chases after the guy. And he has this wee, silly wee grin on his face when he does it as well. It's like, what, with a statue? No, with the door. The door. Beat you, door. Yeah, that's because he's achieved something. <laughs> Swayze one, door zero. <laughs> now he can do the same with any door. Oh, yes. So, I think he's following this guy he to try to see where this guy He lives. follows a guy onto the subway, on a train. But, on the train, yeah. he meets another ghost. <laughs> and this ghost is not right, is he? No, he's the he's ghost of railway future. He's the ghost of what? Railway future. <laughs> or perhaps railway past, actually. He's been on that railway a long, long time. Has he? Oh, yes. Is he like the ghost of a homeless person that's yes, on railway? I, I don't imagine, I don't know what his backstory is. <laughs> All I know is he's from Batman. I'll tell you his backstory. One of the James Bond films. <laughs> Do you want to know his backstory? Go on then. The Hills Have Eyes. That's his backstory. He's very possessive of this particular train. All right. So he's annoyed that Swayze's on. He's really annoyed that get off my train! And he can actually make physical contact with Swayze. Get off my plane! And he can make physical contact with glass and things like that. No one reacts to that either, do they? Yeah. When he smashes his glass, everyone's like, oh, glass smashing with his fucking <laughs> Nothing to worry about when I come to Oh, my paper's blown away in the wind. Oh, well. And there's no wind on the train? Oh, dear. <laughs> do, they not get, do they not get freaked out by the fact that, <clears throat> like, all this is happening well there's a weird sort of electrical noise eh? every yeah. time the ghost touches something or does something and it it's more for the audience's benefit I guess so because it, you know if you're sitting there and all you hear is like electricity you'd be like yeah stop the train stop that fucking train <laughs> can, can I get a car Gla- <laughs> glass smashing inexplicably things flying around electricity <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stop the train I think the X-Men might be <laughs> so anyway um, so did you manage to follow this guy or does yeah, he lose him at this point? No, no. He, that, that ghost just goes back and sits down and Swayze must just stay on the train. Oh, all right. In a different carriage uh, or Yeah, something. I think he jumps back to the previous yeah. and that's okay with the guy. Yeah. Once they're not in the same Because they're, they're both in the same train <laughs> when the train comes to a stop. So anyway, he follows him to his house. Peter Boyle crossed with an HP pencil, this guy <laughs> in the train. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of hexagonal face. <laughs> yeah, he does have a really odd shape. He's, he's a very well-known character actor. You've seen him in a lot of things. 
horrible ho- did you look on IMDB for this no you wouldn't have done would you no, no. this actor mm-hmm. there's a scene later on where he's talking about cigarettes mm-hmm. and somebody's taking the time to put on IMDB ironically in real life he died of lung cancer oh it's like what's <laughs> What are you doing with your life? Nothing to do with anything. Yeah. It's not ironic. No. He didn't even smoke one. (laughs) He just talked about liking them. Some people do smoke and die of lung cancer. I mean, what? Some people smoke and don't die of lung cancer. Yeah, it's their choice. So, the Swayze Master found out. Did you say there? (laughs) It's their choice. Not to die. (laughs) Although sometimes... Sometimes, yeah. So Swayze, so Swayze managed to find this guy's hiding. Yes, he's hiding. This punk he's calls hiding. Home. It's a house, and I'll tell you what: this punk lives in a shithole. Does he? A shithole. <laughs> and she didn't lock the door earlier. He doesn't even close the door no. because it's a steady cam show, and it follows because it's followed in. And the cameras behind him. He can't close the door. This is what I start to look for now. And does he bump into people as he's going? Yeah. You know, does he leave the doors open? So this this anyway, guy's house follows him in his house number forty something or other, mm-hmm. um, whatever street it is, and gets his name off the, the little board. Great, knows who he is. Nice he he phones somebody that you're not sure it is yet, mm-hmm. who's the main bad guy behind this. Could it be the other character in this film? Maybe. Could it be his best friend? (laughs) Could be. Could be. We can't reveal it yet, though. Okay, right. But we will in ten minutes, because it gets revealed. (laughs) (laughs) In ten minutes' time. There's no tension whatsoever. (laughs) Nothing, nothing. Absolutely nothing. So he phones phones this guy. Yeah. And... He just says, look, I couldn't find it. It wasn't there. And look, I'll go back in a couple of days. Right. And then he takes out... my face heals a bit from that Takes out Patrick Swayze's wallet. And as a wee rumble through it, because he stole it when he shot. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a picture of Molly yeah. in there, and he's like swigging alcohol and looking at this picture of Molly. Swayze doesn't like what he's thinking. No. No. <laughs> we don't like what he's thinking. Do we know what he's thinking? Yeah, he's thinking, God damn, Lassie looks like a wee boy. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of off putting. <laughs> Who would live for that? Closes the wallet. Is this his son? <laughs> 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 so he goes for a wander around the neighbourhood Patrick's busy and just wanders into somebody's house who happens to be a psychic who can he, understand he, he, let, he hears music Oh, he yeah. hears music and it, it's just in his brain and he can't get rid of it Yeah, and he's trying to figure out where it's coming from and there across the street <laughs> uh, Ellie Mae whatever her name is Odemy Odemy Sister Psychic. See why you didn't remember it because it's not a real name. (laughs) Psychic, and he's like, "Oh, Psychic. Maybe she'd be able to help me." So she go. He He goes goes and just goes into the the room. And Um, does she know he's there straight away? No. She is with client. And I'm actually just being professional. I'm, I'm glad Whoopi Goldberg's in this because this is where it picks up from there. It does actually. She is is really really good. good. This This is really good. This is because obviously she's pretending to be a psychic. Basically, she's not really psychic. Uh, Basically, her presence justifies the fact that we can have this on this podcast because <laughs> she's a good element. <laughs> she's for making good. So this woman's paying good money is to see her, and uh, she's got two pals, and they say she'll be with you in a minute. Odeme is almost ready. Odeme is almost ready. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes, I am ready. 
So they open this cupboard door. She just comes out of the cupboard. And this gold flowing like moo-moo. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. I love this. And she's got our two sisters yeah. as well, our jo- and they'll often like say things at the same time. <laughs> it's just hilarious. So they just like is it just like a scam that they're yeah, it's, well, it's definitely a scam. Right. Because at one point she says to the lassie that's that's wanting the, the reading, she's like, oh, I'm just too too fatigued. I can't do it. I can't, it's, it's too difficult." And then they, they go to give her the money back, and she's like, "Nope." No, I, I feel something now. I feel something now. Because obviously you would maybe put trust in somebody that's why I give you the money back. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's quite yeah. a good scam. I quite yeah. like it. Good idea. And like a real psychic, she's trying to guess the name. Yeah. <laughs> she runs out about 15 names. Yeah. Before she gets Do you know uh, whatever? And that's what sticks in people's mind. That's her psychic. She's not any more ridiculous than a real psychic. Yeah. 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 That's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. But it's at this point, because Patrick Swayze is watching all this and he's like, you are full of horseshit. But she can hear him. Oh. And, this, she's, and nobody else can hear him. She acts really well in the scene as well because there's a few times she speaks where you just see her like, what was that? Rather mm. than just full on reacting mm. to it the first time. It's really good. This whole scene's wonderful. So, I take it once the clients leave, there's a... Yeah, the client is forced out. <laughs> because she's a bit freaked out by hearing Patrick Swayze. Mm. Because she's now hearing them for like five minutes constant as she's trying to do her scam. Yeah. And it's at the point where he says, like, you're full of shit. <laughs> she's like, well, who the fuck are, Who are you? Who are you? And she's running around the room and the, the last to get in the reading's like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> And then they, they get chased out. She says, look, I want to be alone. I want to be alone. Just get out, get out, get out, get out. Yeah. Goes back to recovered. <laughs> Doesn't stop Patrick's face. Because <laughs> he knows how to go through doors now. Yeah. This scene is also good. He stays up all night with her singing a song until mm. she agrees to, to help, help him. I'm Henry VIII, I am Henry VIII, I am, I am. Because she says that her family had psychic powers and she never had the power. She never had the power. She never believed she had the power. Yeah. She's got the touch though. But now, now she's, she's got, got the touch. <laughs> but now she actually does have the power. Her two sisters or two pals are like, oh, for God's sake, she's needing help. She is needing help. That's one of the bits where they speak in unison as well. She says, I'm talking to Sam. And they're like, Sam who? Together. <laughs> <laughs> like a Tex Avery cartoon. This is great. So eventually... Through the torture, mm. singing all night. Breeze, <laughs> like, look, I'll, I'll phone your girlfriend. I'll, I'll speak to her. Okay, fine. Because she puts the phone down on him, on her, because she doesn't believe it. Mm. And then he forces her to go and meet her, but she doesn't know what to do either. Mm. And she buzzes, but nobody answers. So instead, she's just on the street shouting up to the window, which is great as well because yeah. there's a neighbour. Interacting with him. Hey, shut up, lady. <laughs> like real life. Yeah. Just, just like real life. At last, something it's great. For a film for Donald of the Shark, it's almost like you could have a moment. It's already jumped the shark, then it grows the beard when Movie Goldberg arrives, then it jumps the shark again yeah. later. Do you know the term grow the beard? Yeah. It's from uh, Star Trek, wasn't it? Yeah, when Riker grows the it once Riker has the beard, you know you've got more chance of having a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> so by this point he, she's obviously trying to get in contact with her does yeah. she eventually manage to? yes yeah she he tells her loads of stuff to shout to her that only they could know and it's all 
really weird stuff yeah. like she's got a cardigan that's four sizes too big for her and things like that <laughs> and other than like we went here on our first date yeah. <laughs> there's one of them there's, they talk about holiday that they went on together but some weird idiosyncratic detail about the holiday rather than the holiday itself <laughs> but I guess that's I guess you'd believe it more if it was something and so small what's, rather than mm. something big. what's the thing at the end that eventually clinches it for her is it your pots are shit and she's like <laughs> it must be him <laughs> <laughs> what is it that eventually clinches the deal you said you've got a haircut like a choir boy <laughs> so not just everything she just comes down eventually yeah one of the she's facts intrigued. as well it's just occurred to me one of the facts is she's got green pants that she signed her name on yeah. <laughs> you didn't want to be hearing another woman shout that at you in the street that's a bit bizarre it's a bit bizarre but it seemed to work because she opens the door uh-huh. <laughs> it's Ditto that's in the restaurant I oh think, sorry yeah they go to a restaurant and just have a wee sit down chat now right and she tells her, look, he's here, he's sitting there. Look, shut up, I'm talking to her, okay? I'm talking. <laughs> Are you going to interrupt me all the time? So this is how she comes across. <laughs> so you've got to try and imagine Molly's point of view looking yeah, at her, yeah, yeah. talking to him, and you're like, this is really well done. Yeah. Really, really well done. Quite good at that point. Mm. Uh, she is, because I suppose she's essentially the comic relief. I th- I th- yeah. Well, I think Jerry Zucker's better with this sort of stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah. With the big kind of character. The dramatic stuff as well. Maybe not. <laughs> not and, and I take it well, remember it that really maybe Dante and Half did a spoof of the clay scene didn't yeah, they yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is direct I think it's is Direct. he directing it or it's directed by one of them but anyway it's much better than yeah, that, it's, it's much better than that <laughs> he's got the clay in his trousers <laughs> ah, it's somebody else's trousers because let's face it that was his <laughs> when he was doing that scene that's funny <clears throat> so uh, yeah uh, they're at a restaurant they're talking away she does and mention the fact that he spent every living moment with her peeping mm-hmm. up till now <laughs> that's good point I just, I just mentioned that because even if it was someone close to me I'd be like every every I'm that way in the security drawer <laughs> fully been dead two days <laughs> best sex I ever had without you <laughs> <laughs> She's anyway. for a, a long bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with that fucking dildo for naked gun two and a half. <laughs> the drill on the end. <laughs> anyway, it's hilarious. So she, she believes it up to a point, and then she's like, "You know what, lady? He's only been gone a few weeks. I'm fucking. You're full of shit. Yeah. I've had enough. I can't stand this any longer." And he says, "Tell her I love her." Uh, he says he loves you, and, and she's like, "He wouldn't say that." Tell her ditto, ditto. <laughs> that's where that comes into play. Yeah. So she says it, and of course she turns around and believes every word. Now. I think it's the way she says it as yeah. well, because she's like ditto. ditto. What does ditto mean? mean? He says ditto. No, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. She has, so she's bought into it at this point. Whoopi Goldberg is great. She has bought into it because he tells her that um, you know the guy killed me. I know where he lives. I know his name. Go and ask a detective to look into it. Yeah. But sillyly for her, silly for her, sillyly, 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 <laughs> sillyly for her, she goes and tells Tony Goldman, a soliloquy, his best, his best, best friend. friend, and you think at this point, oh, well, there's nothing wrong with that, no. until you find out he goes to the other bad guy's house, yeah, who killed the guy Sam, that held them up, yeah, 
and of course Patrick Swayze follows him and he can't believe I don't know why he follows him can't believe what he sees here his best friends betrayed him killed him is it because he was jealous of his uh, no, naked shirtness no they were both, both like in Die Hard it's all Oof. about a fucking heist <laughs> they're both on equal naked shirtness you know? <laughs> anyway I'll come back to that <laughs> Yeah. It's about four million dollars. Well, four million dollars that this guy has uh, stolen from accounts and put into another account. Oh, I don't know. You know, he's doing a bit of embezzlement. Yeah, yeah. And from this point on, Tony Tony Goldman hasn't sweated much, <laughs> uh, like at all. Apart from the beginning when we're knocking shit out of the house, yeah. sweated not a jot. <laughs> but see, after this scene. He is sweating like a motherfucker <laughs> every scene you see him in. It's every comical. Scene, constantly missing in a oh. room right before the show. It's <laughs> hilarious. It's unbelievable. Come right in the steam room. Is that, that, really, that, is that glycerin sweat yeah. as well? Yeah. It's like, I'm oh, nervous, sweaty palms. And, oh, 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 sweaty, sweaty, sweaty. It's my fucking hair. And his 80s yuppie curly hair slick back is all over the place from uh, now on as well. It certainly is. <laughs> so I take it like the conversation between the two bad guys is like for whatever reason she knows she knows um, she might know where the codes are to get into the computer because the, the money is locked up in the firm right. but they need codes to get into the computer makes sense right and they think oh well Patrick Swayze's character he'll have them in the house he must have them written down so yeah so that's why they go to the burgle house so um, have a guess the two of them are doing all the grunt work here. Mm-hmm. That guy's having to kill people, and he's got to be at his work doing the embezzling while he's at work. Really, really dangerous. Out of the four million, what's their cut? What do you think? Have to be at least half each, surely. There's a, another drug dealing company involved, so they would get some too. But all right, so there's three. Yeah. One and a one and a bit each, surely. Mm. Try cooler. <laughs> so for their cut, I mean, for the their guys, cut, for the, the two two bad guys, like, uh-huh. a, well, a, a million of the bits too high. Cool so, lower. so a, a million, a lower, half a million, lower, well, twenty five, two, two hundred fifty, lower, a hundred grand. You're getting close. <laughs> fifty grand. Oh, higher than that. So it's 80 grand. 80 That's each. <laughs> one of them has to commit murder, the other one has to embezzle his work. For 80 grand, which he probably makes in a year. <laughs> yeah, he's just doing his, doing his normal two, job. Two years, two years. Done. Yeah. I mean, there's no implication of he's going to be taking the whole money for himself or anything. Mm. He's, his plan is always to transfer it to the drug dealers. 80 grand is not even enough for them to retire. He gets his money yeah. from them. After they've got their four million, they get he gets eighty grand to share between them. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really seem worth it. No, <laughs> they'd have to offer me more than eighty grand to kill euros. <laughs> a lot more. That's a lot of work. <laughs> Where are you going to hide that body? You know? That's a lot of pit you've got to dig. <laughs> That's a lot of bleach I'm investing in here, and I'm a lazy, lazy guy. <laughs> That's a lot of vinegar to dissolve that body. Huh? <laughs> Jeez. So after after it's they talk real, about they, they also talk about killing Lily May unless well. you want to maybe get why do they know that because um, Molly has told Tony Goldman's character about the psychic and about the ghost and about the ghost right. they say so he knows 
she's maybe a bit crazy. But she's got the psychic as well, who seems to know everything. Right. So he's like, well, she's dangerous. So they think about, they talk about talk, killing both of them. Killing at least the psychic. At least the psychic. And he also talks about killing her several times as well. Mm-hmm. Killing Molly. If need be. Just to yeah. get the information. Yeah. Or she maybe he also kind of likes her. He's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and put the moves on there. Mm-hmm. Says Tony Goldwyn. Sweet as Tony and Swayze are practically the same person. <laughs> anyway. They actually do. We did the same job. Same. We look yeah. exactly the same. I'm pretty sure I could go for this. Yeah. With the same in jeans knocking down It's walls. like <laughs> Red Dwarf when Crichton just swaps his heads over. <laughs> the robot. Yeah, we both at that time thing. when we worked in that roadhouse as a bouncer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what did, what did they decide to do in the end? Well, they are going to kill Odomi. And they are, Tony's going to go and try and get into her knickers. All right. So it's in the hope to get the codes for them. In the hope to get the codes. At which point as well, it's getting pretty complicated now, because yeah. Odomi goes, well not Odomi, Molly goes to the police, and it turns out Odomi has a record for embezzlement, fraud. As you can imagine, she's a scam artist. Policeman, did you recognise him? Yeah. Stephen Root? Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Somebody should not give him a stapler. <laughs> <laughs> He's very young and handsome in this as well. I thought I could have a stapler. I was told I could keep my own stapler. Office space, that's a great film. <laughs> that's a good film. So yeah, this is where she, she finds out all about Odomi and thinks, oh well, she's a scam artist after all. I don't know how she knew all that stuff, but hey-ho. You know, I'll speak to Tony again. He won't try and get in my knickers. And he plays a move and a half. Oh, what? <laughs> Yeah, scumbag. So what's his what's his move? He's got all the right moves. <laughs> <laughs> he plays her like an upright piano. <laughs> his fingers on every key. So what does he do? What's his he, what's his lines? It's not. It's an action rather than a line. It's he's a man of action, not man of words. Right. <laughs> he's a lover, man of fighter. At some point, the shirt comes off. He spills some tea on his shirt, and ah, she's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll dry clean that for you." And my flat and he says well that's fine I'll just she's like you want a replacement shirt you know I've I've got men's shirts lying all around here because that's what I wear (laughs) (laughs) and he says no thanks I'll just stay abs out (laughs) and he stays abs out (laughs) and he's like one two three (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) gonna stay with this one race tonight he hassle hops it (laughs) I was working out at the beginning of the film not today (laughs) So she's really upset. He goes in to console her, and he's shirtless. He he, he's partner. He's shirtless. Yes, he's well shirtless. He's partner face. He puts his hand in. Tickle, tickle, tickle. He puts his hand on her shoulder, and then he starts. I don't know if you noticed this, Bob, but mm. he starts putting his finger underneath her top. All right. As well, when he's got his hand on her well, shoulder, like kind of. <laughs> just testing the water is this okay is this okay I think this might be okay I'm technically under the quotes here yeah, yeah I'm already there oops off the shoulder so he goes in for the kiss and this is good preparation for kissing Michael Douglas in this yeah. <laughs> as Patrick Swayze went back to the subway station at this point as well that's just, just after the say he goes to ghost boot camp right with a crazy guy from yeah. the yeah. Peter Boyle pencil man <laughs> He's some sort of he has some sort of rage 
when he sees Tony Goldwyn going for Molly uh-huh. and he, he manages somehow to knock over a photo frame uh-huh. and that uh-huh. stops her because it's like a photo of them two uh-huh. stops her in her tracks and she's like oh no get dressed oh no 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 I don't like this don't like 10 this. layers of clothes <laughs> <laughs> how many flannel shirts have I got <laughs> I've got this ski jacket <laughs> and he's like get over here Tony damn <laughs> damn almost had her Okay. And then uh, that's when Swayze goes to the train station <laughs> to find the ghost. To do the ghost boot camp. To go, go ghost boot camp, because why not? So Just what powers does he learn then? It's the power Force push? Force push. Force push. <laughs> Basically, force push. Lightning! <laughs> Sounds like lightning, but it's not. Uh, he's still on the right side of the force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, this big ghost teaches him everything. There's a great bit where... Um, you know when people play football or soccer if you're American yeah. and they kick the ball and it immediately makes them fall over because <laughs> that's what happens here he goes to kick a can and immediately falls over <laughs> he misses it it's like no it's quite easy to not fall over <laughs> when you kick something Can't keep or, your not, balance. or not kick something so does he does he learn to interact with solid things I suppose he does yeah, yeah. To, a, to a good deal or just to like a kick a can over stage no, he can move. He's he's fairly professional <laughs> from this yeah. point. It's all about pushing your emotions that deep down into your stomach. Repress, repress. <laughs> it's really pushing this Christian <laughs> methodology here. There is a heaven and hell, and if you only believe enough and push all your emotions away, you could be a good person. <laughs> and at this point as well, I think Odeme gets attacked as well mm-hmm. by the the other guy. Oh yeah. He, he goes in for a psychic reading. Well, the original gangster. We find out as well at this point, Odeme has now got the ability to actually contact more ghosts. Because there's right. a big line in the Yeah, there's office. a huge line in the <laughs> There's this one guy invades her body. This is going to be another ghost um, technique that we okay. just learn about as an audience. We'll get on to this later. <laughs> you know? So the ghost invades her body and like, possesses and her. And possesses her. So she turns into this old uh, curmudgeon guy. And his wife's there and she's like, what do you do you like what I've done with my hair? He's like, damn, woman, what you done with your hair? <laughs> and then she forces him to get out. Which is weird, because presumably he can see her when she's a ghost. Yeah, presumably. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. But we won't talk about that, because the film <laughs> doesn't talk about that. So when the Willie goes in for a reading, yeah. how, how does that trick out then? He doesn't go in for a reading, he goes in all guns blazing. <laughs> she basically says to everybody after she gets possessed, um, everybody out, I've had enough, everybody go. Yeah. I've had enough. And you also see when the ghost takes over her body, once he's forced out, he's exhausted. He can't move. Oh, okay. Plot point. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, so there, she clears the room again, she's had enough. And then that's when this guy walks in. Yeah. His name is Willie Lomax, by the way. That's the name that she's able to work out he's Puerto Rican by. Willie Lomax. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the guy for the death of a salesman? It's <laughs> <laughs> no Willie Lopez. I can't remember. But anyway, so she she ends up running away from him because he shoots. He's gone all over the place. <laughs> she goes. Not a good shot. She goes. Well, he, 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 she, does, she does throw a table at him. No, she hides in a wee cupboard and of course but he just shoots straight instead of down and to the right or something like that yeah. I think I think the implication though as well is that Patrick Swayze is concentrating so that the bullets got off him maybe so is Patrick Swayze there I don't, know, I don't know if he was there what are you talking about later on I don't think he was there at that point 
I think he, it was just him and Maybe he was shooting, shooting at Ellie May. she manages to hide in the cupboard her sisters come in scare the guy away this is going to be really off. great for you Ross if I can't remember what we've been this is why I normally do the plot <laughs> it's creepy persuasion comes in because he he does chase the guy and does his force yeah. pushing that against him well, so that, he possibly way. gets him just after this he turns up to see yeah, her. He turns up to see her because okay. he knows she's going to be in danger. And he force pushes. Now he's got force push. She's like, "Hello," <laughs> you know. So instead, he takes it to the next level now with Odomi, so to speak. Mm. Not in the same way he does later when he enters her body. <laughs> <laughs> but he wants to go to the bank, get her to pretend to be the person the account's been set up in, withdraw the four million. Yeah, I think. How much could it be in the safe for? Because they take it as a cashier's check, shut the account down, so Tony can get the money from somebody else, so there's no trace of it. Except, presumably, all these nuns are going to be <laughs> toasted alive yeah. when they find out they're just under four million. Because they go out to like nuns who are on the run. Not on the run. <laughs> they oh. would be nuns on the run after they. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, they would be. We're going to take this four million and stop being nuns. <laughs> At this point, literally nobody knows the codes to the safe. Apart from Patrick Swayze. Who's dead? No, but he um, still knows them. Uh, the, other guys, the other guys found out the codes by the state. Right, okay. He, he, so gets, it from, get away. he gets it from Swayze's address book, which has like a cipher in it that he manages to work out. <laughs> I don't really understand what's happening in that scene. Less a cipher, more like a substitution code. Yeah. <laughs> so he phones the bad guys and says to them, tell you what, I could just transfer it now, but I'll do it tomorrow at 3.55 for plot reasons. It's <laughs> <laughs> some time to come up with something. Yeah. Five to four. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the end of the business day in Wall Street, apparently. His plan is to get um, Odomay dressed up in a nice dress, which he takes the piss out of. Which she shouldn't. She looks great in that she dress. She looks fine. She looks fine to me. And then send her in, pose as the person. Exactly. Rub- Rub- Which is him. another really funny scene. Yeah, it is, because she's, obviously she's talking to him while he's talking to her, mm. and she's talking to the bank clerks and all that. It's funny. A three way conversation going really on, but only two of them can see. Okay. It's really good. So. They eventually get the money out. Do they get the money out? Yeah. Give it to me. And of course, they, she's not, he's not told her it's $4 million. So when the guy says, Oh, I see you'll be withdrawing. Ooh, Four million dollars. She's like four million dollars. <laughs> four four million. That's <laughs> like, really it's really quite a good scene. So why did they give it to nuns? She so doesn't no... want to. She wants to keep it. Obviously, yeah. Patrick Smith is dead. What's he going to do? Give it to. But the he's wife. like, give it to the nuns. Give it to the nuns. He wants no trace of it. Why? Because he somehow feels that that'll put them less in danger, even though they know they've, she's already been shot at. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't quite get his logic here. I think he just wants to stick it to Tony Goldwyn because he can't get the money mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But he's That's... also inadvertently sticking it to his wife. He certainly is. Because his wife, who I'm assuming he was going to use that four million pounds on, mm-hmm. she's not going to get it either. No. She's going to have to live off the same crappy. Well, if she got the money, she'd be in trouble with the drug cartel as well. So. True, true. He just wants no trace of it. So he he just wants, wants Tony Goldwyn to be shot on from a great height, <laughs> <laughs> not realizing that the cartel will only get to him after Tony Goldwyn's probably killed his wife. <laughs> Tony Goldwyn, by the way, slightly more attractive Anthony Michael Hall. You having that? Hmm. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> I suppose so. So 
very much more attractive Anthony Michael Hall oh yes <laughs> <laughs> greasy or non-greasy well, he's greasy at this point <laughs> he's well greasy he's panicking like fuck that four million's gone and he's tapping every computer in the fucking office you could cook an egg on his forehead at this point <laughs> There's oh, that much goodies on it. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, oh. So, they've withdrawn the money. They've yeah. it, given it to these nuns, yeah. who I assume take it in willingly. They do, quite willingly. And then what's going to happen then? So Sam Tony, goes Tony's to see... pissed off, obviously. Mm. Yeah, she goes to see him. And he is... He starts actually doing some ghost shit with him. He starts haunting him and mm. plaguing him a wee bit. Mm-hmm. And she, he goes back to see Demi Moore and says, "Well, it's really weird this scene because he's slapping him about, he's writing things on the wall and things like that. And when it comes down to it, and he grabs a knife, he's like, I'm going to kill Demi Moore. He's like, oh no, please don't. I, I somehow would just slap this knife at your hand. Yeah. But <laughs> for plot reasons. <laughs> I can't remember when the other bad guy dies. I don't think it was back then. It's it's, um, it's right about here, isn't it? Yeah. It's so the guy that just did the after shooting. the guy that did the shooting. He goes looking for Odomate again at her home this time, and she manages to get out and get into a neighbor's house. At which point, Swayze comes to the rescue finally for the first time yeah. in his room <laughs> and starts pushing him down the road until. Do you want to handle the car crash? Until it gets <laughs> run over by how many cars? One, two, <laughs> three. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a lot. It's quite a lot of cars. The um, third one, the two of them crush him, and then the third one like throws him twenty feet <laughs> Right, and of course he does that sort of thing that Swayze did. He looks down at his own body, and Swayze's looking at him, going, "Oh, Willie, <laughs> you're dead, Willie, you're dead." Like, why is he saying it like that? <laughs> and so does he does he go down to it then? Yeah, so these shadows appear, they come to life. Me. <laughs> badly drawn shadows, pre CGI. <laughs> and they come to get him and they're like Ooh. And take him down to hell. And he's like, No, no, help me, help me And you're like No. <laughs> no thanks movie this is move along <laughs> cut this scene please <laughs> so then he has to rush back and help his yeah his, I was going to say his wife his wife's going to get yes some holes poked in her yes so it takes <laughs> but takes first, one of me um, Tony's not managed to make it to her yet somehow I can't I can't remember what he's away doing he took a very slow taxi <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but somehow Odomi and Swayze get to Demi Moore first he was probably stopped in the traffic because of the crash it's <laughs> <laughs> a bad crash up, up, up above there mate I'm going to have to wait some guy got run, run over my yeah. feet oh. some oh. guy called Willie Lomax <laughs> <laughs> I think he was Puerto Rican <laughs> with a name like that he must be moving over so yeah they get there first Say that they're in terrible danger. She's because she's learned that she's a con artist, she's not believing her, doesn't mm-hmm. want her to come in. Right. And then Swayze manages to convince her by lifting a coin. Yeah. In the apartment. Yeah. 
this is this is the thing that gets her in and then we come to the best stroke creepiest scene in cinema history mm. do you know what I'm talking about? I do exactly this is where your body thing comes in your possession <laughs> Patrick Swayze learns that you can possess bodies yeah so he possesses Whoopi Goldberg yeah in order to speak to his wife his girlfriend his fiance to fondle his wife and, and fondle and, and, and dance with and dance really and we as the audience know it's Whoopi Goldberg but they're showing it as Patrick, Patrick Swayze do you see it as Whoopi Goldberg just initially and at the end of it <laughs> did they share a kiss but my mind it's all, it's all Whoopi all the time <laughs> They don't share a kiss, but they're damn close. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they're right in each other's faces. Because <laughs> they're they're very they're very handsy. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're very handsy. Yeah, that would that would definitely be you know? pretty creepy. Alternate cut of this film. Cut all the bits of Swayze out. This has been her plan all along. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, single white, single black female. <laughs> something <laughs> she comes back as a ghost. She inherits my body. She comes into my body, and I'm I'm, I'm all over you. <laughs> you into that <laughs> I'm just I'm just asking just for future reference I'm only asking these questions you, you would know? have think you would have thought like the visual would have put you off you would think just oh. close your eyes yeah. oh. sure. Ruth Ruth said me too right? <laughs> <laughs> oh hearing me that that is that is pretty bizarre. It's, it's it's a tough one to get over. Considering the scene that everybody remembers from this film is yeah, very yeah. much not this film. It's not that. This scene. Not that scene. But yeah, you but mean, I maybe what I should remember it as long as I live now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd want to physically interact with them. <laughs> no. Talk to them, sure. So one of my notes, by the way, is just kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably when it was still with his hand. First interracial <laughs> lesbian kiss? I mean, it could have been a cinematic moment. <laughs> so, it, <clears throat> so at this point, surely she's still in danger from Tony... They're both in danger. Tony the Knife. Yeah. yeah. So, you remember how uh, once you're taken over the body and you get... Exhausted. Body, you're exhausted. Well, <laughs> would you add him and leave it? He's exhausted just as Tony arrives. Oh, unbelievable timing. Damn. Almost as if the script called for it. They try and escape through the fire escape and they're unable to do that for some reason, which I don't remember. Uh, Whoopi gets caught by Tony Goldman. So they climb up instead. Yeah. In typical horror movie fashion. Let's go up. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) So they go up. And Whoopi gets... This is where Whoopi gets caught by Tony Goldman. I can't remember why they can't go to the fire escape. (coughs) I don't. They'll be locked. Maybe that happens, doesn't it? They could have gone through one of the ten other entrances to it. It's that big. Yeah, it's massive. They could have hidden her bedroom. Wouldn't have found her for days. So when Ruby gets caught, what happens then? She gets dragged off the ladder to the the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, Demi Moore comes down to help her. She comes down to help her. She's learned her lesson. You know what I mean? Yeah. At last. If you'd done that at the beginning of the film, yeah, maybe maybe wouldn't have been anyway. So. He's standing over with Goldberg with a gun. Demi Moore's there. How great would it be if Sam Beckett leaks, leaps into Tony Goldberg? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> or uh, even better, actually, during the love scene, he looks in the mirror. It's him and Whoopi. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> <Him> and <Demi. laughs> um, Patrick Swayze comes back to life at this point. You don't actually see him. 
But he starts knocking shit over and that. He, he, he regains his energy. He's regained his energy. His ghost meter so back up again. Tony Goldwyn grabs Demi Moore, points the gun at her. Whoopi is still lying somewhere. And he's like, I'm going to kill her. I'm really going to kill her. Yeah. Sam. <laughs> Whatever you are. Whatever you are, you damn ghost. <laughs> <laughs> you f- so, first power, kid. <laughs> first power of the gun out of his hand. Oh. And then, I guess he, he gets the gun back. Demi Moore gets a chance to run away. Gets the gun back, starts shooting around the apartment. And he ends up at the, the fire escape window. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, the, where the swinging rope is for the, the crane that brought the statue still. in. Still? Still, it's still there. It's in the apartment now, I think, isn't it? It's just outside the apartment. So it must be like... Must be part of the building. Yeah. Right. So. So it must be. It's crazy. Just <laughs> an entire warehouse. And you, think, you think to yourself, "Oh, this is going to come into play here." Yeah. Something's going to get stabbed with this. Yeah. Hanging on the meat hook. Yeah. Nah. But it does come into play because Tony Goldman gets knocked over onto the window frame as the the, the sort of crane smashes into the window, mm-hmm. and brings the pane of glass down onto. Ooh. Him. Sliced in half. But if only oh. it, it doesn't look that good to be it honest doesn't it doesn't but Patrick says at least he's got the good, good, good grace to be like whoops jeez <laughs> <laughs> oh I know I didn't like him but what a way to go yeah so it's kind of like a glass guillotine yeah would that be right yeah, yeah. alright okay unfortunately do we, we don't actually see Tony Goldwyn's ghost do we no we do he gets dragged off to so hell he does. so he does um, which has less of an impact because you've seen it before yeah Maybe if you just heard it before or something. Mm. Oh, and then, of course, it's time for Swayze, as all dogs do, go to heaven. Because <laughs> he's, he's, he's work here has done. His work here has done. She gets to see him one last time and he says, I love you, and she says, Ditto. In yeah. your face, Swayze. <laughs> Take that to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that being the last word you hear. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, and speaking of Sam Becker, by the way, <clears> it's <throat> very much like the chamber he goes into uh, initially to leap, isn't it? I think he's more grateful to to um, Whoopi Goldberg's character. Yeah, he spends longer saying goodbye to her. Yeah, because he says goodbye to Molly first, then he moves on to Whoopi Goldberg and ignores Molly completely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm going to miss you. What? I'm going to miss you. So where's the whole potty scene? Potty scene. With you. <laughs> the potty scenes at the start. Uh, potty scene from the start. Before he gets in. killed. I thought there was a like ghost bit with the potty scene. No. 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 Like I say, say that for the halfway through. I thought it was a ghost when she was. No, no, no. She does try to put her again when he is a ghost, but she, he can't touch her oh, at that point. Hey, hasn't he hasn't learned the, any powers. The clay ends up going all flaccid at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't hard baked it. No, no. But then she goes on to live a very productive and nice life. Her and Odemi together. Really? Best friends, I'm sure. The love and Lesbian apartment. lovers. Lesbian lovers. Remember that time Patrick Swayze jumped into your body? <laughs> yes, I do. I feel it now. <laughs> He's back. Oh my goodness, what's this in your top drawer? <laughs> he wants you to take all your clothes off. <laughs> he likes it when you wear this. <laughs> and insert this. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, goes the sequel. <laughs> So I know we did joke about it, mm-hmm. but was there ever any uh, reference of oh maybe there's going to be another one? No, 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 because they had no idea this was going to be a hit. This was one of the biggest films that year. 
Really? And it was I think it quite might have been been the biggest film that year. Really? I, I think it's one of the better films we've done as well. I mean, it's got its flaws, definitely. I mean, I had four pages of notes oh, there. But, if it hadn't yeah. had Whoopi Goldberg come in at the point she comes in, I she think I'd have lost it. It's what rescues this film from being terrible. Yeah. Single handedly. Definitely. I think you've got to, got to imagine it with all those other folk in it. And I, I think it's Paul Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Paul the <Clay> in the box. <laughs> that's not Paul Hogan. That's Nicholas no, Cage. Cage. It doesn't really work though, does it? If you picture it with anybody the else no. Not Paul Hogan's. Crikey! Climb on like a penis! <laughs> you bloody killed me, you great galah! <laughs> <laughs> just any time when Australia is mentioned we always do <laughs> no no <laughs> oh dear so shout your moments for the two years then um, I'm going to write at the end when Tony gets killed because I'm I know you get this feeling in a lot of films when you watch them but how are they explaining this to the police mm-hmm because there's no evidence of him embezzling at mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. there's no evidence of them attacking them or anything like that there is a gun I suppose there's a gun there's bullet holes I guess they could probably get away with it I don't think so <laughs> I mean she's it, a, remember she's a convicted <laughs> I was just criminal I say it's not as if she's a convicted criminal <laughs> well Demi Moore will be fine because you know police are quite racist <laughs> yeah, they'll be writing a death <laughs> we know who's behind this <laughs> Guy's dead. <laughs> I never saw this on police Academy. So my jump the shark moment is the American police. <laughs> racism. Oh dear. What about you, Bob? Mine has to be heaven and hell. Mm. A literal heaven and hell in this film. I'm like, no. I don't no, like no, the no, people no. waiting for I'm at the end as well. There's uh, like a line of people waiting on you. Never get to see Kenobi. <laughs> I've never meant to think it's all his family that want to see him again and you know. uh, okay and not the members of his family that don't want to see him again yeah. no animals though no dogs and cats you know all dogs don't go to heaven apparently <laughs> you know so yeah when, when they introduce Keep heaven Lincoln. and especially hell yeah it's like no no this is bullshit I've got to say from like hearing it I think that's my jump the shark moment would have definitely been when when the car, car runs over the guy <laughs> thrice <laughs> or there's three cars twice three times dead <laughs> just like three one times car I think, like, when it was in my head that's all like one car yeah, yeah that, that, that's alright I can understand that and like that could be something that you could feasibly kill somebody with but three cars I think by the time we got to the third car running somebody over I would have been laughing it only takes one car for I me, think me if you watched this film yeah. you would focus a lot more on 80 grand than I did as well <laughs> <laughs> all this for 80 grand yeah. <laughs> you're taking 4 million and I'm getting 80 grand why am I transferring this to you mm. like I say you can't even retire on 80 grand <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> not unless his plan was to steal the whole 4 million mm. which is it. never introduced in the film so Sweaty Tony Golden. <laughs> I'm surprised that glass even went through him. I thought it would have just bounced off the sweat. <laughs> just slid right, right, right off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> slippery. Well, on that slippery note, shall we end it there? We shall. I've got a suggestion for next time. Okay. What do you guys to think Let's about? 
Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I thought I about think, it. I think me and Bob could really explain that to you well. <laughs> I thought about it. That's a no. <laughs> I don't want to have to ask questions like, in where? <laughs> <laughs> what chain? What in, whip? With, with what? <laughs> he nuzzles her what? He likes, he likes the underside of her what? <laughs> What were some of those films you had in your pile again that we want to get? Ford Fairlane, that could be a good one to try Ford and you. <laughs> Noah, as well, I would, I would quite... I, I think that's quite a good shout. But um, I'm not sure if that counts, because isn't that more of a docudrama? Because all that really happened, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, heaven and hell, really. <laughs> some people think that is a documentary. Poor, poor people. Ray Winstone was not alive back then. <laughs> I've seen him in the trailer. Well, no, he was like 900 years old or something. Yeah. He'd still be walking around now. Yeah. Well, Yoda was 900 years old and he's real. <laughs> Come on, Grant. God. Oh, literally. God. <laughs> Just as believable to me, I'm if I'm honest. <laughs> so if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at, at Don't Jump Track. If they want to send us an email, we're looking to send that. Don't jump the shark at hotmail.com. <coughs> if they want to speak to us on Facebook, Bob. Yeah, they'll get us on Facebook. They will. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. They're saying this for like the last four or five years. together, isn't it? Just, uh, just go on Facebook and look for Don't Jump the Shark. You'll find us. Do you think that could be, you could be like a, a t-shirt, a Don't Jump the Shark t-shirt that's just Bob saying, yeah, you can get us on Facebook. <laughs> just type us into Facebook and you'll get us there. Uh, start with Google. <laughs> or Yahoo. Or Safari if you're on the Mac. Or Bing. Or Bing. <laughs> oh, I hate Bing. Bing Crosby hates you too. That's the most of anyone coming up with it. He'd be forced pushing me for himself. Him singing to you at night wouldn't be that bad, would it, really? That would be the the upside of it. As I'm nursing my wounds. But you'd have to hide your belts. Because if he found those motherfuckers, you'd be fucking what? You'd be my lip boy. Don't make me turn my belt off. So yeah, you get us on Facebook. Maybe we should do a Ben Crosby film. <laughs> Pennies from heaven. <laughs> oh, for that. Uh, or a Bill Crosby film. Crosby? Bill Crosby. Bill Crosby. What a combination. <laughs> Bing and Bill together again. At last. Sydney Crosby film. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll find out what we'll do next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>